This episode is brought to you by Bevel and the razor guard Tristan Walker, the man behind the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Start shaving smarter and say goodbye to razor bumps with Bevel. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TAX to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. Hit you on athletics and make sure you tell them that you heard about them on tax season. That's our newest sponsor. They'll be involved with a lot of giveaways is going in on tax season. Even the live show on March 26th at the SVA Theater. So make sure you hit up Ewan on Twitter and tell them you heard about us there. They sent me a couple pairs of sneakers. I love them. I gave one pair to my little brother because I couldn't fit the other. He loves them. He balls a lot. They're efficient. Definitely like the Ewans that was out in the back in the days. It's not a new carbon copy. They're definitely official. Shout out to Ewan Athletics. Tax season. Yo, say hello to the bad guy tax season. Yo, fucking, um... It's been a lot going on in the internet today. Oh. Um, Cameron decided to respond to um, Karen Civil's accusations about him on Instagram. And um, he said she stole $60,000 from Duke the God and um, lied about whatever else, you know what I mean? A lot of people are asking me about bringing um, Cameron on the show. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I always was a person that looked up to Cameron in a lot of ways because he was actually like a very disrespectful, reminding me of myself. You know what I mean? So I always liked Cameron. But, you know, it was that one day when Cameron got shot in the District of Columbia and he um he said that they threw the rock sign up when he got shot. And that always never sat well with me. You know what I mean? Me just being a person from the street and just being a person of never offering information that was not asked or all could be used in a criminal case. So that's one of the reasons why I never really reached out to Cameron to bring him on the show because I'm like, you know, we probably going to fucking have to scrap it out just off that question. And that's probably going to be the first question I'm going to ask. You know what I mean? So, that's why I never really asked the question to Cam. And, you know, I still like Cam. I like his raps. You know what I mean? I respect the movement. You know what I mean? I, Cam raised me in some some sort. You know what I mean? Of course. You know what I mean? His ignorant ignorant ideologies, like, definitely um drove me through my, 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 my quest out of town, dabbling pharmaceuticals and things of that nature. You making know? it making it work? Of course. Yeah, so, you know. He's done a lot for the, you know, for the culture. That's why, you know, it's like seeing all of this and i'm like seeing people because they always like from the start people been like yo if anybody would have first been on my list from new york city it'd have been cameron but that that one incident just never sat well with me and that's because he stands for a certain thing in the streets and principle and things of that nature so you know i never knew if he was saying that for you know publicity purposes or just entertainment purposes or he meant that, you know what I mean? And it's like, if he meant that, he's wrong, very wrong. And then if he if he didn't mean it, he's wrong too. But it's like, if it was for that, you know what I mean? If it was for that purpose of entertainment or whatever it might be, then whatever, I understand. But, you know, offering information on, you know, on violent acts that occur, you can cause... um grounds to open investigation on certain individuals so that's why that just never stood right with me and that's why i also tell y'all that i said tupac was a rat and y'all was like oh how could you say tupac was a rat because i'm like listen we never knew who could have shot tupac 
We never knew nothing about this. Tupac gave us the information. It wasn't the police. It wasn't the newspaper. Tupac said such and such and them shot me. Such and such and them had me shot. Such and such and them knew who got me shot. When you do that, you're offering information. So therefore, you actually send the police to the person to ask the questions to. So now the police say, let me go to whoever. Hey, do you know who shot Tupac? That's the next question. You understand what I'm saying? Because he told us he knows. So that's why, you know what I mean? I never really cared about putting camera on on the show and shit like that because those actions didn't sit well with me and I didn't really know what what he meant by them. You know what I mean? And just like I said, I like Cam and all that shit, but you know what I mean? It is what it is. I mean, he's given so much to hip-hop culture. I mean, he got guys wearing, he had guys wearing pink. He got girls wearing pink for a coast now. Cam is a legend. He is. He's a legend, but you know, once you do that, it's like, Alpo is a legend. You know what I mean? But once you do what you did, it's like, you gone. You understand? Now, you got Stand niggas up. in Harlem that might still idolize him. You know what I mean? I heard niggas like, yo, Alpo coming home or Alpo home and shit. Like, like they excited. I'm like, who the fuck is you? You little weak-ass nigga. I remember some little nigga on the island used to call himself Little Alpo. Anybody that was on a rock and, um, what the fuck year was out there and this little dickhead was there? I don't remember. But, you know, any any nigga that was on Allen, full building around that time, whatever, you probably was going to Bronx, Harlem Court, New uh, Manhattan Court, you know this dude, dude. This nigga calling himself Little Alpo. And, you know, I want him to know today. He probably home from jail now. I want him to know today, like, nigga, you wasn't cool. Like, <laughs> was he at least moving semi-high? He was, he was a little tough, but who cares? Okay. Don't nobody give a fuck. <laughs> Alpo was tough, too. He's a rat. You understand what I'm saying? You don't stand my listen. It's all about standing up for what you believe in and what you say you believe in. And, and you, you live by a certain code. You understand? If it's the church lady and the church lady tells on you, she's a civilian. If it's the dude that goes to work every day and he tells on you, he's a civilian. Like, I got dudes that hit me up like, yo, tax. You say you don't fuck with rats. But Vlad told on Rick Ross, Vlad is a civilian, my nigga. I ain't never heard Vlad say he was a gangster. You understand? Now, if you said you was a gangster and you did that, we ain't got nothing to speak about. Because you lying now. You was a liar. You understand what I'm saying? So civilians get a pass. Hell yeah, civilians get a pass. Because they don't live by that code. They live by the code of being a civilian. If something happens, I'm calling the cops. I'm not in the streets. I'm not responding with violence. I'm not coming to your door. I'm not selling drugs. I'm legal. I'm a legal beagle. And that's (laughs) what what you expect them to do. We all have to police ourselves in some type of way. We might not call the police, but we're going to police the the situation. Of course, everybody has a way how to handle it. Exactly. So, you know, that's what it is as far as that go. But you know what I mean? Let's get into a little bit of ass tax. Let's do it. Oh, well, we have um Sister Sophie Green here. Sister Sophie. Sister. <laughs> oh, my God. Famalist and post this shit. I know who sent it to them because I know you bitches. Y'all sneaky. I done, <laughs> I done figured y'all patterns out. <laughs> what uh, are you talking about? Nah, this blog. They got me up on this blog. But it's cool because they didn't post the other shit. So I know who sent it. I get very, you see, you, you know, you people got to be more strategic about your <laughs> sneakiness. You know, Tag Stone is, very, is a watcher and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm very fast and I'm, I understand what's going on out here. So is it something personal really or, something about, much. or something about? Nah, nah they, they they just posted the um the Dean post on, on Karen Civil. But what I've noticed is that they didn't like post like anything else or they didn't post anything like. You know what I mean? After that, about, you know, they didn't post anything about Karen Civil when she said it. 
You know what I mean? But they posted from that side. From, the, yeah, so from, from always, his response. You can always tell where it comes from when it's not a both sides thing. And that's why I don't really choose sides or shit. So people that send stuff to blogs, what you got to do is you got to be a little bit more strategic. And what you do, like, like, like for instance, like radio dudes, when y'all want to send shit to TMZ, like y'all should get somebody else to send it. Like, you know what I mean? Y'all shouldn't just, because you know, you don't know, tax might find out. So, you know what I mean? I say that to say this. What you want to do is add a little bit of ginger to your drink in the morning. And some turmeric. Yeah, and a little bit of turmeric. You know what <laughs> I mean? So let's get to this motherfucking... Um, Ask that. How you feeling, woman? I'm feeling fantastic. How's everything? Everything is good. I'm not really... <laughs> well, you know, Siri's feeling good too, obviously. Right, but now I'm feeling good. I'm not really fucking with the rain, but you know. You're cool? Yeah, you know, I don't like when I get my head on the rains. I'm not really... A lot of photos with you on Instagram lately. Yes, there yeah. is. Yeah, it's many camel toes. Do, do those <laughs> yes. camel toes have corns? No, no. Right. The camel... <laughs> as long as the camel toe don't have corns. No, know. no, no corns. It's, you know, it's... it's, it's my it's, followers have foot fetishes. No, absolutely not. It's... <laughs> You know what's so crazy? I was a ballerina, and that honestly, I know it sounds crazy, kind of stopped me from dancing because I didn't want to get corns in my toe. Really? Yeah, so I had to like triple tape my toes before I started because I went to high school for ballet. All right. So, nah, everything is good over here. All right. Real good. Smooth. <laughs> let's get into this ass text. Let's, let's get into this. <laughs> okay, let's do first question ass text. Is it a coincidence that Plaz is on the show right after we find out Karen Silver ran off on the plug with 60K? Damn. You know. Wow. Okay. Straight to the point. <laughs> well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it, it might be a coincidence. It could be a coinky dink. You know. But do we even know if it's really sixty k? We don't know what it is. Okay. You know, this is just a story. You know, because it's always two sides to every story. Three. You know, three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Indeed. You know, her story, his. Story, well, I was talking about the truth, not the really deep. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But um, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? Because we don't know if Karen ran off with any money. At exactly. All. So, you know, that's just something we got to get to the bottom of. You know what I mean? Hopefully we can speak to somebody who who has who has the knowledge on that situation. And yeah, we could I agree. Figure out if, if Karen um, ran off on the plug, plug. 60,000. Well, if she did, she, she, she's really gangster. If she, did. if she did, I respect it because <laughs> it's like, you know, where I'm from, if you run off with 60K and you ain't worked with the people for damn near eight years and it's their first time saying something, somebody pussy. You know what I mean? So, ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> so we have another question for you. Yeah. Aztecs. Why do hoes feel safe in New York? Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe because it's a big place. Yeah. You know, so it's a lot of avenues to hoe from. You know, okay. like out of town, you know, niggas might have a little back page, the little couple whack ass little strip clubs where bitches go to to drink at the bar mm -hmm. and meet the nigga that made $2,000 that day. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, in New York, you can hide a little bit more. You got back page. You could just be a bartender. Um, you could just be a bitch to walk around the city and look cute. You know what I mean? But what is really a hoe these days? Because you're right. You know what? Because the definition of hoe has definitely changed in my mind. You know what I mean? Of course. On um, what exactly a hoe is, and I feel me personally, I feel like um, I feel like a hoe is a bitch with no knowledge of self who who's out there just giving free pussy away. Yeah, free pussy is never good, and I don't really mean a nigga need to pay for it, but you need some kind of effort value. Nah. We gotta respect you. Yeah, you know he got he gotta take care. Nah, fuck effort and value. <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. What I'm saying is this. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. 
Okay. You bitches out there, this is these women out here having free sex. And what I mean by free yeah, sex that? is this. Listen, with pussy automatically comes dates, whatever. Of I don't know what a date. I feel like I You know what a date is? A date. Yeah, me personally, I feel like I've never been on a date. I've hit women up to go eat and do things, but. Do you open their door? No. I did it recently. You know, you I mean? did it or you didn't. I, I I did it. That's good. And then you closed afterwards and held her hand and, and helped her out. No, I ain't with all that. What, I be needing one. I be needing a hand loose because I be needing to reach for my gun. Okay, fair and, enough. And, fair the, enough. Up, and the other hand is for the push off. Okay. So I can't really <laughs> hold hands in the streets, especially okay. when you leaving cats at night. But um. So you have dated. You just haven't really courted someone yet. I don't know what that means. Like okay. dated, like dated to me is like some Saved by the Bell shit. Like, <laughs> Back in Screech. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like you, you got to be AC Slater to go on. <laughs> I'm not really AC Slater. I'm a little more. Um, I don't know. I'm a little more Uncle Murder. You know what I mean. <laughs> but I'm a summer Uncle Murder. You know, I guess when he gets the chance before he murders the pussy, he probably gives up flowers. Maybe he's on time. I don't know. Not, Everybody has their own way of dating. Well, I don't know what dating is. Like, I, is what is dating? Like, if dating is some shit that you do, like, do, like, ahead of time, like, yo, on you plan it out. we're going to meet at 7. No, it could be spontaneous, and, and that's still well, dating. Well, that's the only type of dating I do. So you I, never make any plans ahead of time? I can't plan ahead because of time. Because how busy you are. My life is a little bit different, so it's But like, for somebody special, you might have to do that at least once. And and I fuck around after cancel, too. Because I take my business seriously. Which you should. You know, what and I mean? that's why she probably likes you even more. Who knows? That might be why she don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> so we got in the hoes on hoes are safe in New York because it's a bigger city. Exactly. Okay. Let's go to the next question. What's the Fuck next question? Bitches. <sighs> did you get your girl back? Yeah, yeah, I got my bitch back. Of course I did. Like, you know what I mean? What the fuck you thought I was gonna do? I mean, you did. You did open the door lately, so yeah, you're trying fine. more. Which I know she appreciates. All women like that. All women like a man to be chivalrous. Yeah, that shit is cool, but my chivalry is different. Like, I come to your job, pistol whip your balls. <laughs> That's right. Make sure you pay me on time. You okay. I mean? Give me that raise. Beat the nigga up who bought you lunch two days out the week. Okay, wow. All you right. know what I mean? <laughs> shit like that. My chivalry is a little bit different. Okay. And, you know, I feel like it's not appreciated enough, and not, a people, not enough people do appreciate it. You have real territorial kind of. Yeah. Okay. I think you know some you know women like that too. I don't want nobody smelling my girl. Oh, I want you know my girl hairstyle look like. <laughs> I don't want you knowing what she had on that day. I don't want you seeing her. If you seen her, act like you didn't. Okay. Don't tell me you seen her. Don't do nothing. Okay. Don't talk about my girl. Okay, so you're like, when it's yours, it's yours. You're possessive. Yes. Okay. Well. Very. Yeah, you know, women like to feel like you know a man wants to be all to them. So I'm not mad at that. But I'm very like nonchalant with it, also like because I like try to like I try to. So you so you pretend like you're not really into her. No 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 not that. What I mean by that is like I don't really um I won't really um I won't attach myself mm-hmm. to too much to cause certain shit because what happens is that like like for instance I put one of my homegirls up one day on my page and mm-hmm. I called her my baby mother mm-hmm. and. 600 niggas tried to follow her. Oh, shit. Like, why you try to follow my baby mother? <laughs> like, even though I was playing, I said, right. this is my baby mother. Right. Like, like, you know what I mean? I don't respect know. Respect the family. Respect my privacy. Exactly. I don't know how 
I don't know if niggas knew how mad I was behind that. You understand what I'm saying? I like, understand. Because it's, it's, it's rules and it's boundaries. I'm like, why the fuck would you try to follow my fucking baby mother, my nigga? After I said it's my baby mother, like, all you do is want to follow her. Like, it could have been so many shootouts behind that Because shit. people now, they want access to everything. That's what no, it is. No, ain't no access to my bitch, nigga. <laughs> That's right. Listen, if I feel the feel same like way. you access to my girl, I'm a fucking... All right. <laughs> That's right. Let's go to the next question. What advice you have for young and out here trying to make it? Man, just go hard, man. Go I agree. hard. Go very hard. Like, you know, just don't take no days off. You know, don't get lackadaisical. Don't be one of them little niggas that get caught up in comfortability who who gets the little girlfriend and he starts finger popping her and learning how to eat pussy. And you know what I mean? And you just get cool and y'all so fake in love and y'all and y'all lit on social media and shit like that. Like that shit is whack, my nigga. Get to your motherfucking self. Get selfish. You understand what I'm saying? Get to your fucking self, and then you holler back at everybody else. You understand what I'm saying? No, I agree, because if you can't take care of yourself, then yeah. it's no room for anything else. And that's what happens with a lot of people. You know what I mean? I don't, don't, don't be that nigga that's chasing the girl, that's chasing something else. You understand what I'm saying? Don't chase, because a lot of dudes, like, that's why a lot of dudes out here, in, especially in the hood, is going to jail. Because they, they chasing a girl, is chasing, the, just chasing success. She probably poor, her, but her definition of success is just dealing with a nigga that's successful. So right. now you you going the extra mile to be successful and do whatever the fuck you got to do. And, you know, she trying to deal with whoever gets successful first. You understand what I'm saying? So you could be not winning right now. You could be winning in two years. You right. understand what I'm saying? But she don't see two years from now. She sees right now because... Most people deal with instant gratification and poor people is dealing with right now. You're right about that. A lot of people, lot of people don't have delayed gratification. Yeah. They don't even understand what that means. But that's what that's what the fuck it is. Like, I be trying to explain that to some women and they be trying to call me crazy. Like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You think you know what you're talking about all the time and fuck you and whatever the fuck it might be. But the truth is, is that that's the truth. Niggas dealing with instant gratification. That's why a female in college that, uh, that has goals in life and whatever the fuck might be will end up going to fuck with the drug dealer you understand what i'm saying who got whatever the fuck he got now before she might deal with the fucking nigga that might have something in four years well you know i could say this um when i was in school my boyfriend played basketball and i, and I worked and i had my money to him and i would pay for it mm-hmm. a lot of stuff you know what i mean because at that time it's just like i was happy you know what i mean and i had guys reaching out who played ball and all kind of shit it just wasn't for me because i think like he said if you find someone that keeps you focused and disciplined it's mm-hmm. good and he was in ivy league school at that time so it's like it was great for me I think what you said, too, if you have a certain kind of parents, it does help you have delayed gratification. Mm-hmm. So I respected who he was as a person. I'm like, I'd rather deal with him instead of dealing with a nigga driving me crazy. True but that's same. me. Everybody's not like that. I mean, I, I can't be dealing with stupid shit, so because mm-hmm. I'm going to knock your head off. You swear you fucking lady of rage. <laughs> when it comes to stupid shit, I am for sure. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. do last question. When she says deeper and you ran out of inches, what do you do? Um, you wiggle that shit, nigga. <laughs> if you don't know how to wiggle in that pussy, <laughs> you gotta you gotta look for walls, my nigga. You understand? Don't just be jabbing straight. You better jab up, down, left, right. You understand? Get into the groove of things and you find out you see the bitch twitch, you be like, oh, I'ma stay right there. And then you stay right there, and then if it ain't right there, you move it, you be like, Oh, I it's right there. <laughs> Boom, and you just keep it pushing, beloved, because what happens is that when you can't go deeper, um, her god brother, yeah. 
her godbrother? Wait yeah. a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, bitches fuck anybody. Like, no, don't oh even God. get it twisted, sis. They the fuck they brother, they godbrother. Oh. You be that matter, bitch. She tell you it's a stepfather, it was her boyfriend. You don't even know. That's terrible. I done been on, I was on a date with a bitch one day, and uh, uh, like her nigga hit her and told her he was about to come in that spot. Like, yo, meet me here in 20 minutes. I'm headed here. And oh, she was shit. looking mad, dumb in the face. And I'm like, what's wrong with you, bitch? Like, she like, <laughs> oh, damn. Because she was looking crazy. I I'm hope like, that, no, that wasn't a date because the way you just, you wasn't talking to her like that on a date. Right? You know, I probably was because <laughs> oh, I, I call everybody a bitch. Even uh, my I mother. mean, yeah, no, bitch it's is not, okay. It's, it's the way about, you said it. It's like, well, not the word. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Yeah, I probably <laughs> said it like that too because I was nervous. I'm like, damn, what's wrong with you? You're looking all scared and shit. Right. Like, ain't nobody behind me. Right. You know what I mean? And she was like, yo, remember that guy I told her? I was like, oh, now he good. Tell him come through. You know what I mean? He came oh, through, paid for the food and shit. God no, bless he didn't. you. Unless you was disrespectful. And oh, shit. <laughs> we appreciate what you do for the culture. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know what I mean? That's all it was. Okay. It's not personal. Real crazy. <laughs> so now I understand why your whole perception of dating is a little tainted. Yeah. Okay. Dating is some school shit to me. Seriously, son. Like, that shit is whack. Like, no, like, don't say that. I have a date on Saturday. Like, what? How the <laughs> fuck you know you want a date on well, Saturday? Like, it's dating. Tuesday, nigga. It's <laughs> nah, Tuesday. Nah, nah, that's a bit much. Like, that, like, I don't think anyone with our kind of lifestyles can do that. Like, I can't Yo, plan that out. Shout out to my son, Joe. This nigga showed me his calendar. He has seven dates on no. his calendar. <laughs> no, son. he doesn't. I was crying. He had seven dates. Like, the second, the fourth. The same girl. Another one girl? on the fourth. Like, different chicks. Like okay. different. I was like, yo, my nigga. Like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Because I don't live on schedules. Like, my shit right. is just. Yeah, because it's always shit happening. Yeah. And is he working nine to five? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That's his fun. His I don't ever want to be an on-schedule nigga. That's how you die. As soon as you get a schedule, you die. <laughs> the routine shit, for that sure. Ru- I'm telling you, you can't get within the routine, man. You just got to just run around rapidly and just live your life. Like, as yeah, soon as you get in the routine, you start getting fat and then you die. <laughs> and then it's over, real shit. So Fair enough. It works out. Yeah, 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 motherfuckers, you stupid bitches and um, bitch-ass niggas. I want you to blast this when you're in your office. Make sure your um, boss hears this. Yo, make sure all you motherfuckers go to iTunes or my new listeners and make sure you um you comment and you rate Tax Season podcast on the podcast app. And holler at me on SoundCloud, too. I'm about to start speaking to y'all on there. I just realized y'all be talking to me and shit on there. Jonathan Mean is going to give me the um the password. So if you thought it was me speaking to you, it was him. So if he's asked you for any nudes, it wasn't me. You understand? Like, I ask for nudes a certain way. When I say nudes, I put money, a money sign at the end. It's not a regular S. So you know it's me. But um, just to differentiate me and Jonathan Mean and um, verbiage on, on when you type, you know? So, um, oh, yeah, we got plies coming on the show. We just, we just, we just went to Atlantic Records. To go um tape this episode with Plies, cause he's very busy. So we taped it there. We drank some Duce, and you know, um, Plies gave us a a couple of exclusive things. So check out this motherfucking episode with Plies. Tax season. 
All right, now it's time to talk about the razor guard Tristan Walker and Bevel. Now, I wasn't there. I caught up in a recording studio in Jersey, but I heard that the Bevel Guard came through and sponsored the Reed's third anniversary live show last week in Manhattan. Heard the homie Asante gave away a razor kit and also hit someone off for a voucher for the new razor when it drops very soon. Those are some nice gifts for the audience. Very Oprah-ish on Tristan's part. Now you know what that means. It might be time to get the Bevel on board for that big tax season one anniversary show on March 26th. Maybe we can get the prototype of one of those razors to give away. Maybe we could get someone to shave their head on stage or something else. I don't know. The possibilities are endless. In the meantime, shout out to Jordy Mack who tweeted, listening to tax season podcast, and now I can get Bevel for my father with the discount. Thanks. And shout out as well to... Uh, Canal School, you might, you probably, you probably Russian, beloved. You might be Russian. Who also tweeted using my bevel today? Shout out Tax Stone and shout out to everyone else who used the offer code Tax to buy bevel, the first and only shaving system for men with coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. So please start shaving smarter at getbevel.com today for twenty percent off your first month's membership. Into promo code Tax at checkout. That's G E T B E V E L dot com. Use code Tax for twenty percent off your first month and now back to the show say hello to the bad guy tax season we here right now with plies one of the most humorous motherfuckers on our earth right now <laughs> with these fucking tax videos season, you heard me say tax season bitch. yo what's good it's man tight season right now S- sweet pussy saturdays you better it, believe it's it. a lot of shit with you man, right, man. It, i know one motherfucker think it's tight season <laughs> What's good, man? Yo, you from Fort Myers, man. Like, yeah. give us a little layout of how Fort Myers is compared to other parts of Florida we might not be used to. Um, I feel like it's the heart of Florida, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we kind of a little south at the bottom and shit, but I named that shit probably about seven, eight years ago. I called it Pakistan. Just, mm-hmm. you know, ain't something a nigga really proud of, but I think between us and Jacksonville, like, Regards to the crime rate and all that kind of shit, like so it gets serious in Fort Myers. It's not just the country. No, in a motherfucking country. (laughs) But it's the heart of it. Like I feel like we we birth a lot of the shit out of my city. Uh You know, a lot of slang, a lot of personality, a lot of swag. Mm -hmm. You know, but the state as a whole, I wouldn't rather be from nowhere else, man, than Florida. You play ball in school. Yeah, man. How, the, how, how was that? Because you short. I You're not that, that tall. Like that, bitch. That, you, you, that you was me, nice? You, you that told me about them, about them Timberlands. Like, <laughs> yeah. You about them Timberlands, bitch. Timberlands, you had an extra inch. You had a Tim. You had a Tim. You put an extra was, inch on you. Slice on a bitch. I done told a bitch that nine. I'm 5'8". I'm 5'9 and a half now. I feel like nine, bitch. Better believe it. I told her, I feel right now I can go slice me a bitch right now. I was to put the mic down. I think I'll go outside right now and slice a bitch. <laughs> so what it was playing ball for you? Like, did you go far in school? Like, was you that was, that was That was it. Like, being from Fort Myers, like, that was the shit to do at, at, at the time. Like, mm-hmm. it was playing ball, and if you ain't the, 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 the sports shit didn't work, then you jumping in the streets. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was just a passion of mine. It was like a passion and love of mine. So mm-hmm. I did that shit all the way up through part one. Had an opportunity to go play Division One ball at Miami of Ohio. Mm. Went there, was trying to balance the street shit and the football shit, and the street shit overpowered the football shit. Yeah. So I stayed up standing there. I think I stayed there two years, Miami Ohio. Then I came back to Florida. I, was, I read somewhere that you got a degree. Oh no! Nah, I, I need. I should have got one. I needed one. Of my <laughs> 
<laughs> Shit, me nah, too. Man. I feel the same way. <laughs> nah, I was a motherfucking coat. I was wishing somebody told them people I had a motherfucking degree. Yeah, yeah. But now, nah, um, when I went when I went to my Ohio, I had a full ride, so it was good. But you know, I just kind of got up there, and that was my first time really being away from the crib. That was sixteen hours away from Fort Myers, so mm-hmm. that was part of the reason I went. I had one of my homeboys and shit that was playing before I got there. Yeah, but. No shit happened, man. I just feel like it was part of transition in my life, part of my story. Mm-hmm. Ended up leaving the state that two years. It kicked me out and shit. I was on academic probation. Couldn't academically stay in school. So came back to Fort Myers. And actually, I went to Tampa first. Yeah. I didn't want to tell my old girl. I didn't want to tell my mom and shit that I had and flunked out. So mm-hmm. I act like I was in school up there for about a year. And then after that, I just said, fuck it. I just, it was, Tampa was probably like 120 miles from the crib from Fort Myers. So mm-hmm. I just started running back and forth, but I didn't want to go back to the crib, so I just ended up doing what you was doing. You ever, um, you ever got in trouble with the law? Yeah, I had a few little brush ins. I always felt like I was the smart nigga though in, in, in regards to that. Like, mm-hmm. I always told niggas about the whole incarceration thing. I think I don't know. Me and my brother might feel the same way about that shit, but you know, mm-hmm. he's been the nigga that was. You know, two-time loser, almost three-time loser. I guess the next one, but you know, I always felt like I was a nigga who I seen what niggas was doing wrong. And you, you figured it out. I, I figured it out from a distance, but mm-hmm. was still the nigga that was right in. And then I had, I had, I was kind of, I was kind of groomed too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In, in regards to being around. The niggas who was really out there busting a the nigga ass, the niggas that was really getting money out there. So I was kind of a nigga at one point. It was, we believe you can make it in this football shit, so we just going to fund you. We're going to fund you to stay from around this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when that shit went left and I went back into the street, I think my brother was just going to prison the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just was doing my thing and, and got my weight up, got my money up. You know, but like I said, I was, was the nigga that felt like I had a little bit more sense than than the others <laughs> and that's why you pray here today Nah, but I, I feel like i'm i feel like i'm here just off blessing mm-hmm. there's been a lot of shit that me and my brother was joint to the hip with and mm-hmm. i just felt like this shit was supposed to play out how it played out yeah so that's how i look at it what's the transition do you feel like in your music from like bust it baby to now to i feel the same you feel it's the same thing i feel it for, for, for me i think the, the mindset is similar but i understand the principles to a lot of niggas in the street mm-hmm. don't mean what it used to mean. Mm-hmm. You know, a nigga back in the days, a nigga told on niggas, and you know he was the police. You just you you didn't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. I just feel like now nah, nigga can tell on a nigga. He come home, long as he getting some money, niggas gonna fuck with him again. Mm-hmm. So I just think the principles and, and the values and the morals of what niggas stand on in the streets. I think being real is still perceived the same. But I don't think niggas willing to roll their sleeve up and live by that shit on a day-to-day basis. So yeah. for me, when I make music now, I got to be conscious of that when I'm making music. Yeah. Because I think being unsolid is the majority now. It probably always been the majority. Yeah, yeah. It always been. It's just been a lot of people had to keep the facade up of right, being a stand-up right. person. I don't, I don't feel like it's like that no more. Mm-hmm. I feel like niggas do fuck nigga shit every day and it's just the cool thing to do mm-hmm. that's a fact um jamie fox did an interview a couple years ago where he was talking about you did you f- where he was talking negative about you as far as your street credibility did you ever feel that that 
hindered your process and growth as far as in the music industry or or fucked with your fan base in any type of way? You can't. Not if a nigga a comedian. Mm. A nigga comedian, he supposed to say mm-hmm. funny shit. Mm-hmm. How I look at it. Um, a nigga can't never tarnish what it is that I stand on and what I believe in in my story. Like, niggas mm-hmm. just can't do it. But it's part of being in a competitive culture. Like, yeah. this shit is a competitive culture. Like, I always told niggas, if I told you I fixed cars, it was finna be a bitch somewhere, say, that nigga don't know how to fix no motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a fact. That's part, that's part of this shit. Uh-huh. It's, it's niggas from what you do. You know, it's finna be niggas that say, Tax ain't solid. That's mm-hmm. just how it's going to No, I know they saying it now. I just had a discussion. I told somebody, I said, man, don't believe them people, man. They're they trying to send you to do shit that they wouldn't do. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Every motherfucking time. Yeah. You know? But, you know, I, it's, it's part of it. So, for me, I think I've been one of the few niggas taxed, like, be all the way gangster with you. you. A nigga ain't never seen me on social media, you know, not saying there's something wrong with it. Just, I don't mm-hmm. do it. A nigga ain't never seen me on social media arguing with no fans. Mm-hmm. He ain't never seen me. I'm just not a sensitive nigga. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like it is what it is. Like this shit, this shit part of being the front runner. Like it, it's, it's, it, this shit come with it. And I, mm-hmm. and I, when I first got in this shit, my brother used to tell me all the time, bro, we can't kill everybody. But yeah, that's your word to mother. You really get, you really need that reminder. In the you beginning, do, I, th- I thought we could. Though. You be ready to attack everybody. You really got to figure it out. Like, yo, it's no way possible I could kill 30,000 people. But that's what he would. I thought tax. I said, God damn, nigga, look at all these choppers. <laughs> we can kill a, a lot of them all. <laughs> we might can't kill all of them. Yeah, well, we got all these monkey nuts. These are 100, 100 round, 100 round. But as I looked at the situation for what it was, like I said, I was, I, I was just, I think I wanted a few niggas, bro, that. None really moved me. Like, a nigga can say some crazy shit to me, about me, and that shit just don't move me. That's crazy. What, what, you know what I, um, did you switch your security? Because after motherfucker slammed you on stage, I was like, yo, he might have to fire his security after that one. You know what? Motherfucker shouldn't even got that close. But it ain't, see, I never told niggas the story. Like, you, you finna get the story first, actually. Uh-huh. I ain't never even tell niggas about the Tallahassee situation. Mm-hmm. That situation was a situation where me keeping it real, my two my went two wrong. Up, it, it ain't go wrong mm-hmm. because I always tell nigga right now I let you I let you grab me right now and slam yourself, and after I let you do that, you take this ass whooping I'm gonna give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, I feel like it ain't a situation that went wrong. It was a situation where I was. Crowd surfing through the through the crowd, I guess. This this all this was shit nobody never knew because I never told the story. You getting the story first. Actually. Yeah. Um, I was on my security. I was on their security shoulder going through the club. They was it was taking me back to the stage. Actually, they was mushing the nigga because he was in the way of taking me back to the stage. Mm-hmm. The nigga that they was mushing, I seen him choking him out, taking him out of the club. So one of the policies that I got at my shows is niggas pay top dollar to see me perform mm-hmm. so I don't let niggas get kicked out of my events females mm-hmm. niggas if they fi- you fighting or whatever I I bring you on stage with me oh, alright so I when see. I got back on stage I told the, the security hey man Jit who y'all was kicking out he's straight like maybe the nigga was drunk or whatever Yeah, bring him to the stage like he'll stay up here with me so they kicked him out of the club I told him I wasn't performing until they brought him back in they went outside and got the nigga and brought him back they told him man Bro, you want the nigga on stage with you? I said, yeah, bro, like, bring the nigga on stage, I got him. Mm-hmm. They brought him on stage, nigga came up to me. He talking to me the whole time. He tell me, bro, I love you. Nigga, you the realest nigga ever. If I had to go to jail just to touch your hand, my nigga, that just was going to have to happen. I love you. So I'm seeing him. 
I don't know if he high. I don't know if he fucked up, if he drunk. It didn't matter to me. It was just me doing what I do. I done did this shit 50 times, bringing niggas back in the club who getting kicked out. Yeah. So we talking. As we talking, he telling me how much he loved me. I'm telling him, cool, my nigga, but I got all the liquor you want over there. Just go have some drinks. Like, I'm... I'm performing, bro. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just stopped the show for 20 motherfucking minutes uh, for the people to bring you back in this motherfucker. Like, yeah. just go drink my liquor and just chill, my nigga. Let me finish doing this. I save you from getting kicked out of the club. You straight. As I'm talking to the nigga, I hear somebody say, Plies, I love you. I tell him I love you back. I look off. I feel a nigga grab me. Nigga grab me. I feel myself coming off the ground. At this point, the love that I'm showing is out the window. I don't know if he grabbed me. <laughs> and it's cause, too late, right? Yeah, I don't know if he grabbing me because he loved me. I don't know if he grabbed yeah. me because it wasn't no friction. Like, the shit I guess that the people ran, the story that they ran with, they just act like a nigga walked on stage and nigga just grabbed me. and, and my yeah, I seen a YouTube video after where he was oh, talking okay. about it. He was like, oh, I'm a fan of Plies and yeah, I love like, Plies. So for me and how I run my shit, it's kind of like I always I always told people, I guess it's a, it's a, it's a give and a curse for the showing, keeping it real, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but showing end, love. Right, showing love. people but that don't deserve day, it. Just, just the type of nigga that I am. Mm-hmm. So that comes with it. But I'm always in a situation that if it go wrong, I got a system in place to fix the situation. So that was a situation where a nigga grabbed me. I'm coming off stage. I just turned my weight on him. He fall. He hit the rail. After that, I just take off. So mm-hmm. I catch him. Five. Bum, 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 bum. At this point, I'm just, I'm just on reaction. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. About if this shit right I'm doing, if it's wrong I'm doing. Yeah. So that was the situation about the whole Tallahassee shit. It wasn't no situation where a nigga... Just walked on stage. My yeah, that's was, the way it looked. It yeah, looked like he like snuck absolutely. his way on or nah, bullied nah, his way nah, on. And, no nigga bull- and then in, re- in defense of the security, niggas that know Florida, niggas that know Tallahassee, the Coliseum is the, the spot we was at that night. Mm-hmm. Niggas real gladiators. Like, I, I got to keep it all the way G with you. Niggas gladiators. Everybody know that with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have my security that night. On our way going to the club, we got stopped outside of Tallahassee coming from Atlanta in a little small part of Georgia. My security went to jail that night. Mm-hmm. I ended up damn near missing that show. I came to the, to the club that night with one other nigga mm-hmm. who was part of my security team. My other security team, they went to jail that same night. Mm-hmm. But just the love that the city got for me, I rocked out with the club security, which it ain't have shit to do with them for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they was just going off my vibe. They telling me they kicked the nigga out. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling them he Yeah, good. he got money. Yeah, so I, I see really, what you're I really was getting in their way, for real. Mm-hmm. You know, but once the shit popped off, and, you know, like I told niggas, the, the, the end result of looking at him online and the pictures that, that a nigga seen, <laughs> they boxed the shit out. They just let me whoop, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I always tell the bitch, it ain't no disrespect to you, because I don't know. How much you weigh? You know, I don't even uh, know. You ain't no got an answer. But I always <laughs> tell the bitch, tax, ain't no nigga whoop. Am bitch on a two humble. Bitch ain't whooping me. Yeah. Ain't now bitch whooping me, tax, on a two humble. Uh-huh. This is what I do, like, uh-huh. the, the, the banging, fighting and shit. This, I grew up on this shit. So mm-hmm. for me, like I said, it was just a situation where it happened. Like I told niggas all the time, I couldn't have changed. The, I couldn't have really prevented that from happening just because it wasn't a situation where it was a problem between me and another nigga. It ain't like me and yeah. niggas beefing or the nigga was in the crowd tripping. It's a nigga I invited. Yeah, you were showing love. You were showing love to right. a fan. So that was, then, that was one of them situations. It's still in the same shit now, like. I go back and forth with my team now because... He probably was off that flock or something. I don't know, but I, tell <laughs> you, I, I still go through that shit now, though, Tax, because I still got the mentality of I owe it to these people. Mm-hmm. To show sure. love. Like, you don't come to no nigga city, get the bag, disrespect niggas, 
You just you don't you don't do it. Like you you come to a nigga city, you show a nigga love like you supposed to do, and that's just what this shit is about. Like it ain't it ain't never finna get into a situation with me where you come to a nigga city, you get the bag just before him, you dip. Mm-hmm. I feel like a nigga in here cause they fuck with you. So showing the love is just it gotta happen with me. Wanna take a pause from the show to tell you about Viceland, a new TV channel from Vice that debuts on February 29th. They're rolling out a lot of very cool programs, including Weed Kit, which takes an in-depth look at the new weed culture sweeping the country. Show won't really be official until they come talk to me. I like to keep abreast in the latest high-grade white boy weed news, so I'll be tuning in. But the Viceland I'm looking forward to the most is Fuck That's Delicious, hosted by none other than Action Bronson. That's right, Action got his own food show on Vice and it co-stars my man Big Body Best, Mayhem Loren and Alchemist. I just spoke to Big Body Best today and he said, Tax, don't worry about your hairline. Allah gave you a gift. I always want to appreciate him for that. Side note, Best is supposed to do tax season and I promise you when he does it will instantly be a classic episode. Now back to Fuck That's Delicious show. It looks exactly what an Action Bronson food show would be. Action smokes a lot of weed and goes out out to eat with mayhem and best at various delicious spots around the globe plus they seem to ride around a lot in the atv and motorboats too plus smoke more weed so be sure to check shit that's delicious on viceland tv when it debuts february 29th i went on vice.com and it looks like the network is going to be carried on dish dtv at&t and verizon plus lots of local carriers so as they say check your local listing to find out where it is on your local platform how you feel? How you feel about the Florida scene with, with hip hop right now? Like always been good. I just mm-hmm. think it's, 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 it's no different than any any other city. Any dudes like you checking for coming out of the city? Any new I dudes? Like, I like every, I like everything the whole state, the whole state doing. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I just think, you know, anytime you making music and it's what I call honest music. I'm just a fan of that shit. You know, there's a lot of niggas that that's that's grinding right now. That's that's doing their part. You know, but you know this shit like. It ain't everything else tech. Like good music is good music. How did you how did you um how did you start like making those videos on Instagram? Cause that shit was like I don't know what happened. It was like one video, then it was thirty, then it was like, oh shit, I gotta wake up and check Ply's Instagram. But it's crazy, bro. <laughs> I was doing the Twitter shit, right? Yeah. But that's was really like all I knew. Like my brother kept saying, "Bro, you gotta fuck with IG, man." Like mm-hmm. I was like, "IG, man, I ain't no fucking videos. Fuck, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a camera in my face for like I don't even come from. That's what you do. Where it was cool to take yeah, pictures and shit cool like that. that. I'm getting so, used to that now. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> I told him, I'm like, man, I ain't fucking with that shit. So he was like, bro, listen, you ain't gotta do shit different than you doing on Twitter. Like, just record the shit that you. Texting on Twitter, just record shit. Do the same shit you're doing, just record it though. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Like after about months and months of that shit, I was like, fuck it. And I just started recording shit that, same shit I was tweeting, I just started recording it. That's crazy, man, because them fucking videos. How the fuck you came up with Sweet Pussy Saturday? And I was in I was in Jacksonville, bro. Like, and I woke up one morning and I said, man. It wasn't. It wasn't me saying I'm finna create sweet for society. Mm-hmm. But it was just me waking up and was in. A, no, I said Jacksonville. Damn, I was. I was trying to think of exact. Exactly where we was at, but anyway, I ended up waking up that morning, mm-hmm. and it just it happened. Like 
I said, man, you know what? Let me do a post. Like, I just got out of the pussy. The pussy was just everything. So let me just do the post. <laughs> and I just did the post. And yeah. shit just happened. And it worked out well. So at, at first, I ain't get it. Like, I started seeing motherfuckers in the airport. And that's just what, that's how motherfuckers used to introduce themselves to me. Mm-hmm. Man, sweet pussy sad, bitch. So I said, damn, like, people really fucking with this shit like this. So. That shit just kept growing, bro. That shit probably turned into be one of the biggest things I done ever did. That shit is hilarious, man. Like, that shit's still big. Like you created, people. you know, you created a wave. So now, what's going on is a lot of other rappers think like, oh, <laughs> let me make some videos and and see if I could gain it, some relevancy. You just, just happen to be naturally humorous, so it but, works for you. But it, it ain't really forced. I don't even. That's what I'm saying. Like that's that's what I always tell people. Like, and I don't be trying to downplay the shit, but it be shit that I be saying that. It's kind of like me and you. Me and you just were talking, and I and 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 we're just talking about just principles and shit. I was just mm-hmm. telling you like it's niggas that back in the days you snitch on niggas and tell on niggas, mm-hmm. and they get out niggas want fuck with them. Mm-hmm. But it's now niggas tell on niggas go to prison, come out, and they start back getting money, and niggas act like they never told. Yeah, them they just them. go right back to Instagram now. Now but they get the likes. Shit, when but they t- come that's home. the shit that I would have just. I would have depending on how I was feeling one day. I just would have told you that shit on IG. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just would have told niggas I don't get it. Like. I don't understand how that's the cool shit, but that's just shit that I post. Like it's just it's shit that is shit that you think about right. and you post and it. I just post it. So for me, that's that's how that shit go. But I think most of the time, I think it's no different than, than than what you do, bro. I feel like regardless of how oh shit, we got do say deliveries. Oh okay, <laughs> regardless of uh, uh, mm-hmm. of what the state of the game is, I think people gonna always appreciate real shit. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at that shit. That's that's what the fuck is up because that I just like I said like you know you started a wave as far as the um as far as like being humorous on Instagram and like taking videos of yourself more now it seems like it's like becoming a fad where a whole bunch of artists think like right. that's the way like oh, I'm gonna do video and, and it ain't funny right some people not funny they just forcing it so it's like now it's like that shit is the plies like oh you trying to do the plies now like yeah, it's crazy it's crazy but you know I always tell people like you know even my own artist like I tell him. You know, it's different shit for different different strokes for different folks. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever it is you do, and you do it well, just do more of that shit. What's the issue between you and Young Thug? I ain't no issue, man. I ain't got no issue with no nigga who, in my opinion, I look at certain shit. You got to be on a certain level of relevancy fucking with me, man. Mm-hmm. Like, don't play the little boy shit with me. I How did the no, shit even start? Exactly. Ain't no I seen it with something start. with... There ain't no motherfucking uh, start. Put a picture of his daughter or some shit. There ain't no start. <laughs> anytime, a, anytime a nigga sell 10,000, 14,000 records the first week, you ain't... you ain't Don't even talk... You shouldn't even be talking to me right now. Oh, all right. I see. I don't see. Play, don't play this, you know... So when he sell more records, then he then y'all could possibly have a discussion. Have a discussion with me when it's some real shit. Don't, don't play with me on some, you know... Mm-hmm. Yo, you you trying to you you saying shit just to put out a project? I don't I don't play them kind. Of, real niggas don't respect them situations, man. Mm-hmm. I see what you say. It's a real problem. Me and you got a problem with each other. We got a problem for real. Mm-hmm. Oh, Yo, you you do something to one of my homeboys. My homeboys do something. You the problem. It's a problem then. Yeah, it's a real problem. Don't sit around and and and, and falsify some shit for some attention, man. I ain't with that shit. Yeah, I see what you saying. Yeah, because that shit was getting a little. I seen him on an interview. He was like, I'm gonna slap the shit out plies when I see him. I was like, oh, this shit done went left. I'm like, I thought it was like a some Instagram post and then it got ironed out. Right. Hey, Tex, you see right now, I ain't now smile on my face. <laughs> not a, yeah, not I see. a one, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me personally, I think that shit should, you know, should just be ironed out. 
You know what I mean? And shouldn't even be an issue at all. I think that shit went too far. It was just, I don't, you know, from what I seen, you posted the picture. It didn't look like you meant to disrespect nobody. He said that was his daughter. And then you was like, I wasn't disrespecting your daughter. And then it felt like he just carried it on. So I didn't know, like, I didn't know if something happened in between that that caused him to carry it on or you said something else or what it was. But now what I see is that you basically saying, like, he carried it and just basically want to cause some whatever the fuck it might be to sell records, apparently. Is that the case? Tat, I ain't got no more rap about this. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got no more rap about this. No more rap about this? Period. It's just that simple with me. Period, point blank. All right, cool. So we don't got to worry about him, about um, Plaza Young Thug anymore until um, Thug sells some more records. And we can skip that. Let me take a sip of this douce. Ah, good cognac. <laughs> good cognac. But Fall yeah. back, motherfucker. Fall back, Dick. Yeah, so um, Plaz, I've been hearing a lot of rumors about you and Angela Yee. Yeah. Let it go, let it go, Tech. Sweet Pussy Saturday? What about it? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, let it go. My let brother, it go. My brother sit in the studio. He said, I seen you in Miami with Plies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nah, you, you, you day one cool with me. Mm-hmm. Like, it always been like that. Like, you day one cool with me. A lot of people don't see people around me. So, mm-hmm. when you see people around me, motherfuckers kind of automatically jump off the deep end when it comes to me. But, yeah. You know, motherfucker know how I slide and how I rock, but that's that's day one partner. That's always gonna be my homie. So that's so ran I'm off on the plug, man. I was giving a, a discussion about this on Twitter because I was like, "Listen, man, don't you niggas listen to Plies and uh-huh. go get your arms chopped off, nigga? Running off on the plug twice. Tell me you was one of them niggas. He lucky he ran off the first time. Don't tell me you was one of them niggas. That's a fact. Come I had on, to man. talk to the kids. I said, nigga, just because Plies can still glad, run. I'm, and I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought this up because uh-huh. I let niggas play around with. What they feel some shit mean, but if you want to know what it mean, you gotta ask the nigga who said it. Yeah, what it, what exactly does so, ran off on the plug mean? Ran off ran off on the plug twice. It just it it's a celebration. It's 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 more about when you outdo you a nigga. If I, if I'm if me and you playing spade right motherfucking now and I outdo you and we running Boston on your motherfucking ass, that's that's our celebration of it. Like that shit ain't about no, you know, a nigga gave you a hundred blocks and he can't find you no more. Like that ain't that ain't what the meaning of ran off on the plug twice was about. That shit was just a, it's a celebration. That's why it's, it, it was done in the manner that it was done in. Mm-hmm. But I always the dance heard, is lit. Like I, I like everything about that record. I ain't gonna even lie to you. Like as <laughs> soon as I heard it, I was like, Nah, he got one. <laughs> yeah. And that, <laughs> that, that, that was, little belts to it. It was crazy. It was crazy, bro. Cause when I first time I gave that bitch to my brother, that's what. He, that was, as soon as I signed him the record, he was like, bro, this is a, a different record for you. I was like, yeah, you think so? He was like, yeah. I ain't never heard you do a record like this. He was like, bro, I think this bitch can be special. We make the video connect. I think it can be good. But I ain't really feel like that when I heard the record. When I, That's your when I did the record and I sent it to him, I thought it was a cool record. But mm-hmm. I ain't know, you know. He, that's how our system go. I, I do the shit that's sent to him, but... Mm-hmm. The first time he heard it, he hit me back, and that's the first thing he said. He said, bro, I think this bitch can be special. We put a video to it. Yeah, as soon as I heard that shit, like just the clip of the hook, I was like, ah, he got one. Right. Immediately. I was like, like, I got to start sending you shit more often then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I'm that nigga. I'll yeah. tell you if you got one. That's a fact. <laughs> hey, hey, I like, I like how you massage that I'm that nigga in that motherfucker. <laughs> 
I like how you massage that nah, motherfucker nah, nah, right on. True. Him. It's true. I'm gonna start telling people I'm that nigga soon. I, I wasn't saying it, but I'm gonna start start letting people, letting know. people know I'm that nigga. You got, like, you got to do that shit sometimes. Though. Yeah, like I've been getting it rocking. I've been telling niggas what's what out here, and it been going. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> I believe in myself nowadays. You know what I mean? Ran up for the motherfucker plug twice. <laughs> You better believe it. Word up, but yeah, motherfucker. Um, so what's your what's what do you do when you come to New York City? What is your go to when you come? You know out what, New here? York, nah. When I first just come to New York, bro, I used to be in and out this motherfucker. Like I ain't really just in and out. Yeah, I ain't used to come and really like, kind of really feel the city and hang out in the city. I think when I first used to come up here and to now, you know, the shopping is 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 a must. When I come to this yeah, people love shopping in New York. I said I'm finna start getting acquainted to the strip club scene in New York. Like mm-hmm. before, I remember I used to come up here. People just tell me, "Man, that shit ain't like Florida." Yeah, damn it, ain't, and it still ain't. It still ain't. It's cool. I didn't see some. I didn't see some motherfucking pictures now. Nah, it's, it's a couple spots. They I got a couple, a couple, couple fake elite joints. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it which, ain't. Which, which, which one you saying, Papa? Hmm? Give me your top two. Uh, I'm gonna say Aces, and I ain't been there yet. Just okay. off the videos I've been seeing. You heard about it. I, yeah, I just been seeing videos, different Good chicks and shit like that. Starlets was the spot, and it's like getting a little weak now, and right. now it's like lust, and then Ace naked? I know. None of these shits is naked in New York City. No, no, none of no. them. They gotta cover their titties. Yeah, ain't no motherfucking strip club. Man. Exactly. All they got is ass out. They might pull it to the side or yeah, something like that. This ain't no motherfucking that. strip club. There ain't no motherfucking naked. Mm-hmm. No naked in, in aces. Yep. So I don't know, like. You, you wait. What, topless? Or top, what no topless. They be covering their titties and shit. Like, I got a video of Cardi B on my Twitter now with her stripping and she covering her titties. And everybody like, why is she covering her titties? Right. I'm like, man, we in New York. We don't even know bitches don't cover their titties till we leave here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I had to go to Atlanta. I was like, oh, these bitches is loose. What, what, which, 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 which one you prefer in A? Mm. I'm going to say Magic City. But the, last, the last one I went to was DOA. It was cool. Okay. Them bitches was in there kind of rough, though. But I ain't went to DOA yet. I'm you ain't a, go to I'm, DOA I'm, yet? I'm a Blue Flame type nigga. I like Blue Flame. I ain't been to Blue Flame yet. Yeah, I ain't been to DOA. Yeah, yeah I got to grow up. I got to um, I explore these strip clubs a little bit more. Hey, Tax, you got you to gotta fall off in them motherfuckers a little more, man. What's, we gotta, we gotta what's the best strip club in Florida? Man, you put me under the gun, man. Come on, um, man. Don't send me nowhere shit. fucked up, beloved. It just depends on what you like. What you, what you, what you. Tell me what you like, and I'll tell you which one. I like, I like big booty women. I like big booties, flat stomachs. Nationality. Uh, I'm not really a nationality type dude. I like okay. women. I don't care what they are. Okay. Um, real parts of fake parts. Damn, I prefer real, but you know we ain't even gonna send the fake home. <laughs> My shit that I enjoy being in. I've been. I enjoy being in. In um. The office down there. It's in Miami. I, I enjoy the office. The office. Yeah, I didn't um, go there yet. Shit, I enjoy. Obviously, King of Diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy Tootsie's. But if I came down there, you wanted to show me a good I'd probably time. Take you to the office. Just take you to the office. Just open it later. All right, cool. Yeah, I probably take you to the office. What's the best soul food spot down there? Um, shit, a little small, small little spot in, at the crib in Fort Myers called Speedy Two. Speedy in Fort Myers. Yo, it's in Fort Myers called Speedy too. You got to go get that chicken ball. Man. All right, when I come there, I'm letting them know Plaza sent me. You got to go to Speedy too. Give me a discount. That's all you got to do. All right, let me ask you one last question. What is what is what's your biggest pet peeve with the rap industry? I ain't got none. I feel like niggas just you know should mind their business and continue to do what it is that they do. Like for me, I don't pay attention to tax or what a lot of other niggas doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's you know that's that's what make. Me, me, like, 
You know, it ain't no gimmicks with me. It ain't no. That might be why you kept your identity. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't none of that shit, Tash. Like I, I mind my business. Mm-hmm. I figure out how to get money with me and my niggas and shit. Whatever, whoever fucking with me, they fucking with me. Whoever ain't, you know, I ain't got no problem with with it. I ain't got no problem with nobody. Just that's how I move. So I ain't really got no. I ain't got no no bad gripe about not about the industry. All right. Okay, cool, yo. That's it. We ain't have a lot of double time. salute to my nigga. When I said I fuck plies. with him, I fuck with him. It's tax season. Tax time season. is motherfucking tax season. You know what it motherfucking mean? Everybody happy in the hood. <laughs> Everybody buying cars. That's right. Everybody buying new furniture. Everybody high smell new right now, bitch. So double <laughs> salute to my big home. I appreciate him. All right, man. Tax season plies. Let's get it. And remember, be sure to check out the homeboys Action Bronson and Big Body Bess's new show, Shit That's Delicious, on Vice New TV Network, Viceland TV. Debut February 29th, so be sure to check it out, Viceland TV. This episode of Tax Season featuring Tax Stone is produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Chris Morrow, and engineered by none other than Samir Karam.